Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy Friday, everybody. I'm not feeling good. I don't know what's been happening this week, but I've had horrible stomach issues all week long. And today it's like kind of just, it's wearing on me. But um, anyway, let's get into what I have been dying to talk about since yesterday, and I just haven't had a chance. The Summer House trailer, dude. All right. We open with these sound bites from Carl and Lindsay's final conversation, uh, where Lindsay goes, what do you want from me? And Carl says, I want you to trust me. And then Lindsay says, I want you to be happy. And he says, I'm not happy. And I don't think you're happy. And then the, this last one, I was like, uh Oh, he goes, you need that in the relationship. You need to have the power. That's telling. That right there is telling. What does that mean, Carl? Do you need to have the power then? Why do you resent Lindsay having the power? What is it? So if we're going off of what Lindsay, this basically was exactly like scene by scene, shot by shot, exactly what Lindsay said when she went on Nick Vile's podcast. So it's kind of weird watching it play out exactly like this. So then we get, then we, end of summer 2023, we get the scene and Carl, Carl, Carl says, you're really good at playing the victim. I'm like, sir, <laughs> sir. But here's what's so, this is impressive to me because I'm such a crier. Lindsay's not crying. Lindsay just says there's no point to this conversation because you've made your decision clear. And then she goes and she calls her dad and she's telling him he's calling off the wedding and she's not crying. I envy people that don't cry. I cry so freaking easily. And she's, she's just that, like, that's just not her thing. When I think about it, we don't really see, we haven't seen Lindsay cry a lot, right? Um, okay, wait, hold on. I'm going to keep going. Then there's like the, okay, every trailer has the same formula. And I know this because I usually make like reaction videos. You get your big cold open that's got the most drama. Then they go into a fun segment, like the fun, silly segment. And they then transition that segment into the more drama heated section, which is at the end. It's, it's like, it's exactly how the, the formula goes. 
So in the fun segment, we meet the new guy who's into Sierra. And if you listen to my Oh, maybe that wasn't on air. I don't know if Pia said this on air or if I or if that was before. But she said that Sierra very much has a type. And when you look at the new guy and you kind of compare him to Corey and Austin, she likes like goofy looking white guys. You know, that's very much her thing. But then there's this other new guy, Jesse Solomon, apparently is his name. And uh, he's hitting on Paige. He says some bullshit like, am I supposed to only hit on the single girls? Okay, got it. But then there's this moment where Kyle goes, you want to rethink how hard you were hitting on her at the beginning of the summer? And they cut over and Craig's right there and Paige is like this. She's like, that's right. Do you want to, do you want to apologize for that? We're also going to get a little Sierra and Kyle. I'm sorry, Amanda and Kyle drama. The reason I said Sierra is because Sierra says to Amanda, do you feel like you have an identity outside of Kyle? Because I don't. <laughs> I'm kind of happy seeing Kyle and Amanda fighting again. Because to me, it makes more sense. I didn't, I don't know, don't know what to do with it when they're doing really well. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't get it. Uh, make it stop. So I prefer them actually fighting. Okay. I like it. Then there's, oh God, all of these, all of these did not age well moments are going to happen for Lindsay where she says, who knows what's going to happen next summer? I might be pregnant. Oh, it's just going to hurt. But then, okay, there's a part, you guys, it's been playing on a loop in my head. And the part of the reason why it's playing on a loop in my head is because if this is just tr fancy editing, I'm going to be pissed. Because it's one of those, like, the the in-the-room cameras, you know, that's like the surveillance cameras. And it's like black and white and really grainy. And Carl is going, you accused me of doing drugs. And Lindsay has this eye makeup that's so, like, it looks like it's from the night before. Like, it looks like they had a night. I'm, this sounds weird, but I'm hoping, in a weird way, but I am hoping that it is what it looks like and not going to be him telling some story of like, and then I was like, you accused me of doing drugs. Do you know what I'm talking about? I hate when they do that. It's so rude. It's like, don't make me a fool. Don't bamboozle us. But again, like, I don't really know if I want to say I'm hoping that's what happens because that's, that's crazy for me to say that. <laughs> okay. Another thing, another thing that happens, Paige is yelling at Craig, you won't compromise on anything. You know, you know that now Pia, oh, you may not know this if, because if you're not subscribed to the Patreon and watching those Southern Charm recaps, Pia and I have completely come around on um, Craig and Paige. <laughs> Like, we love them. So I don't like them fighting. But it is very interesting to note that they only really show the fighting and stuff when they're on Summer House. Southern Charm, they get a lovely edit. Whether that be that they're not really fighting or they just know how to avoid the cameras, that could be it, actually. Hmm, that's a possibility. But anyway, the last line of the trailer, it's so intense. It's Carl's stepdad saying, I've been a minister my whole life or whatever. I've married tons of people. And I wouldn't marry you and Lindsay. So that, it kind of, it filled in, excuse me, it filled in some of the, um, uh, not rumors, I guess rumors or um, predictions as to what happened. Some people had heard, myself included, that Carl's mom wasn't supportive of this situation. Um, and it looks like that is being proven, that clearly, clearly that's what's going on. But I'm just, I cannot stop thinking about um, 
I cannot stop thinking about him saying you accused me of doing drugs. There's also another part in the beginning that I somehow failed to mention where while Lindsay's on the phone with her dad, Carl is telling the producers that she's going to lie and say she's been blindsided, but she's been lying about the things that have gone on the last year. I'm so intrigued by this season because it's going to be one of those watches where you're purely watching for signs of what's to come because we know how it ends. So I'm curious how they're going to edit it. I'm curious if they're going to breadcrumb or if it was just that blatantly obvious. Because I personally didn't think they had such a great looking relationship the first season we had, last season. So I don't know if it's even going to be hard for them to show, like, these were the cracks. It's not hard to find the cracks. There were cracks. You know what I mean? All right. Let me go say hi to the chat. Hi, you guys. Kelly, Katie, Colleen, Kelly, Kelly, Kelly. Oh, oh, hi, guys. Hi, everybody. Thank you. Thank you, Susan, for my super sticker. Um, all right. I would rate that reunion of oh, that reunion, that trailer. I'd give it, I'd give it a solid A minus. Hi, Ashley. I'd give it a solid A minus. I am excited. And that, by the way, guys, that premieres on Feb. Hold on. Let me triple check. I don't want to give you guys the wrong date. The Summer House premiere is February 22nd. We still have a bit of a, a ways to go. So February 22nd, that is a Thursday, FYI, for everybody who was wondering. Hi, Heather. Okay, total, this is going to just be a quick, abrupt change, um, and I, I won't spend too much time on it, but I really have to give a shout out to Mariska Hergate. She wrote an essay for people, and trigger warning, she talks about a rape that she experienced in her 30s that she kept out of her I mean, she she just didn't identify as a survivor this whole time. He was, I'm going to read a little bit of it. He was a friend, then he wasn't. I tried all the ways I knew to get out of it. I tried to make jokes, to be charming, to set a boundary, to reason, to say no. He grabbed me by the arms and held me down. I was terrified. I didn't want it to escalate to violence. I now know it was already sexual violence, but I was afraid he would become physically violent. I went into freeze mode, a common trauma response when there is no option to escape. I checked out of my body. I I think what's so crazy for all of us big Mariska fans is that she, we really do think she's Olivia Benson. We really do think that's her. And she, we're like, you work with victims. But, you know, she's acting, right? And... She says that she had occasionally talked about what that person did, but she minimized it. Her husband, Peter, remembers her saying, I mean, it wasn't rape. Then things started shifting in me, and I began talking about it more in earnest with those closest to me. They were the first ones to call it what it was. Now, just shout out. I don't want to spend too much time on this because it's so sad and dark and, and tough and triggering, but I'm just so, I'm so, I love her. I'm so impressed that she wrote an essay and this was her way of coming out with it. What a really great way to also have control of the narrative. It's one thing to do an interview where you're talking, but to be able to write it down and explain yourself in words that you carefully crafted. You go, Mariska. You fucking go, queen. Go off. So we heard, we love her. Now as an abrupt turn on that one, I have no segues. No segues today. <laughs> Janelle's husband, David Eason, his charges have been upgraded to felony, felony strangulation. 
Okay, this comes from TMZ. We're told that as of right now, he's in their system with one count misdemeanor child abuse and one count of felony assault by strangulation. Before this, we'd been told that David was facing a just a single charge, misdemeanor child abuse. But now that's changed and it appears as if a new one has been added, which perhaps isn't surprising. Let me also, though, read um, Janelle posted. Janelle does this all the damn time. She posts on her Instagram about, here, I'll read it, but she does this so often because, you know, she's not on MTV anymore. She writes, I cannot, 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 cannot wait to share my story. Every person that has treated us with disrespect will be called out. Anyone that has conspired with my mother will be called out. Anything, any, I'm sure she meant any information I've tried to protect others will be released. Any agencies that have done me wrong will be called out. I had my documentary, sorry, I shouldn't laugh. I had my documentary outlined for the past two years on a hard drive and now adding more to it. This is having to do mainly about my childhood, but now there's a lot more to say. Then she says, if any production companies are interested in helping me film and edit documentary style, please email me at janelleebusiness at gmail.com. I am looking for experienced camera operators and editors only looking to start the process ASAP. Janelle, she's always, this is so, it's scary. I hope David is under the jail. I need him gone. He is a dangerous individual. Okay. So justice for, for Jace and for, and for, um, Barb, right? Yeah. Because, I remember that one reunion where uh, it was, I think it was David's first reunion in person where he just kept making Janelle leave and productions like trying to stop them. I think production even had to call the cops because they took Jace, I think. I can't remember. Um, But as they were walking to the car, David's like, she puts propaganda out there and anyone who believes her is just feeding into it and stuff. And it's so crazy because it's like, that's what you're doing. That's what's so scary about it. And then Barb went through a phase where she just wanted to stay good with Janelle and she just like pretended stuff wasn't happening. So goodbye, David. Go to prison. But I'm at the point with Janelle where I'm like, is that going to fix you? Are you – because she's clearly in an abusive relationship herself. We've only seen her in abusive relationships, for the record. And so clearly she's in another one where he's basically like brainwashed her. But at what point is Janelle equally culpable? You know? At what point? She has not been charged, just to be clear. She's not been charged yet. Um, but she's inv- <laughs> But she is inviting production companies to help her out. Anybody out there? Only experienced ones, those. Only, only experienced per- editors, though. Okay, guys? Don't be trying to apply here if you don't have experience. It's going to be complicated. All right. Kelly says segues are overrated. <laughs> Ooh, Sophia catching her first live. Welcome. They're both trailer trash. Facts on facts. There is no fixing Janelle. You know, I really hate to say that, but it's kind of, I'm getting to that point. She's so far gone. They have how many other kids? Just two? Because she, she has... um. Kaiser and they have, or do, do her and David have two kids? I can't remember now. Seriously, what a time to try and promote a project and ask for backing. There are bigger things going on, Janelle. Yes. For you truth seekers out there, come to, come do my documentary. Girl. Girl. 
<sighs> All right. I did the Summer House trailer already. I want to talk about the Trace Amigas. Um, and so, so, by the way, sorry, guys, I am kind of rushing. I completely forgot my dad asked if I would take him to a doctor appointment at 430. And so I, I was like, it's so my fault. He did tell me. I knew ahead of time. I should have just got on here at three o'clock. My bad. My bad. So I, mean, I am rushing a little bit and that's why. But I did not want to miss this because I've been so bad at getting on lives. Um, but we get we got more info from Tamara on what happened with the Trace Amigas. This is okay. I'm going to listen. I, you, If you were following me during Orange County, you knew that you know that I, I had my my issues with Tamara. I was very disappointed in Tamara. I had a really hard time giving her props and saying anything positive. I am going to say one positive thing. And I don't know if this is something that's going to be viewed as like biased or whatever, but I have talked a lot of shit about Tamara. I haven't just talked shit about Tamara on, on the channel or on my podcast. I've posted about it on social media and she follows me and she looks at all my content. And there have been times where I'm like, oh, she's going to come after me. Like I've had messages from her. Like, I can't see what the messages, but I'm like, I'm so scared. What is she going to say? Is she going to ball me out? She's never once come for me to be like, you're wrong. This isn't correct or anything like that. In fact, she's only ever commented when she, like, when she's like, yeah, no, you're right about that. Like, that's correct. And, and she actually like is oddly like supportive. And I've talked to other creators who have the same experience with her because she's, it's like when Teddy is so sensitive, it's like, girl, you have a podcast and you do this where you talk about the shows. And it's like this, you do the same thing I do. But Tamara has like, she has figured out how to separate herself, the show, that business side of it and just appreciate it. And I find that that level of thick skin is very rare. And like, I have to say, I, I got to respect that. The other thing I respect is that she talks, I mean... <laughs> Maybe I don't know if I respect isn't the right word, but I appreciate. How about that? I appreciate that she said she tells it all. She will post everything on her Twitter. She will say all of it. I mean, so will Vicky. Vicky's commenting back and forth too. Uh, but she will go on her podcast and she will tell all of her all of the stories, and that is nice for us. Not just as content creators, but as just people who like want to know drama because like we're messy, right? So I have to give Tamara that credit. I would be remiss if I didn't at least give her that accolade. I don't know what that even falls under. Thick skin? Um, I don't know. I really don't. This is like, it's a level of professionalism. I just don't, I, I, I don't get it because I have no thick skin. I wouldn't go see, I wouldn't continue to follow someone who made content where like you were talking shit about me. And then I don't know. I, maybe I would. I don't know. Maybe she, I, I don't know guys. Anyway, I'm losing my train of thought. So on her podcast, she says that Vicky is Vicky comes after me for my loyalty. My loyalty, I have been nothing but loyal, she says. The reason why she's saying that is because they had a meeting in Arizona where they were going over the Trace Amigas show schedule. And she was like, I'm going to be too busy, guys. I've got the trader, Trader's Press is coming up. I have the Trader's Reunion to do. And so I think you should find a backup because I don't know how much I can commit to. Then she has the falling out with Shannon last month. And then Tamara gets a text message from their manager about a show opportunity in Texas, which prompted her to say, okay, I'm officially out. I'm done. 
And I, she said, I said, at this time, I want to say goodbye to Trace Amigas. It's not suiting me right now. After the last show experience, I just didn't feel comfortable and I thought it was time for me to move on. So not one of them reached out to me to ask me to do this show. In fact, in his text message, he told me both Shannon and Vicky have agreed to do the show and Doug. Doug is the guy that does Jeff Lewis's show. And it all lies on you, which I thought was a pretty shitty thing to do. Um, so basically what she's saying is they went behind her back. And instead, Vicky began shading uh, Tamara in the press. She was just, this is what Tamara says. She was just insinuating things about me. And I took the high road because I knew how badly she wanted to be back on RHOC. I didn't want to add fuel to the fire and all that stuff. And then they announced their two-woman show on social media, a text message. Uh, and T Vicky sent her a text message that was very mean. It went after my character. And when they announced their show and Vicky reposted something that said about the two T-holes, I thought, how rude. <laughs> I'm just happy to be done. Um, she's she, Her, Eddie has been so not a fan of Shannon and Tamara's friendship for a while. Um, when I was with my ex, I had a friend who was a vampire, like energy sucker, energy vampire. And she would call me all the time and it would drive my ex crazy because we'd be like hanging out and having one-on-one -on -one time and she would call like four times in a row. Like I'd pick up, have a chat with her and hang up and then she'd call again with some other little silly update and be like an energy vampire. And so I could – Eddie hasn't liked Shannon for a while and we know he hasn't liked Vicky for a while. I just don't know how long this is going to last. These This trio has fallen out so many times. What I'm going to be more interested in – is if Shannon and Vicky fall out, that that will be a big one because I feel like they have so much dirt on each other that if the if one of them flips on the other, it could get really ugly. But interesting. Please post all of it online so that we can see it because <laughs> it looks so good, right? I know that's so bad. During another segment of the show, Tamara revealed if she'll make amends with her castmates. If you had to pick one to rekindle a relationship with, would it be Shannon or Vicky? Teddy asked. Why don't you throw Gretchen in there? Tamara replied. I would make up with Gretchen. So she didn't really answer it. She didn't really answer it. Now, I don't know if you guys saw, but Alexis Bellino has given the has been given the official invitation from production to join. The contract is there to join Orange County. So this coming season, we are going to have Alexis Bellino, who's newly made up with Tamara. They may kind of rekindle some of the anger that they've had. Maybe not. Who knows? Um, but... Alexis is fully dating John Jansen. And if this really was just a ploy to get on the show, that is commitment from both of them. Um, but I don't expect to be like standing Alexis by any means. Because it's like, ew, why do you want John Jansen? Gross. But I also don't know the whole, I don't know his version of things. But I know what everyone, well, I was going to say I know what everyone else has said about him. But I guess a lot of that was coming from Shannon, even though Shannon doesn't want to admit that. Um but we're about to have drama. We are about to have a good season. They they are producing their pussies off over there on uh, the next season of Orange County. Okay, let me look at the at the chatty poo. I think there's four altogether. Uh, I think there's four altogether. What is Kelly? What do you mean by that? Um, can't wait for next season. I know. I know. Shannon and Vicky are no angels, but to me, Tamara has no loyalty to anyone. I don't think she learned her lesson from when she was fired last time. We shall see. We shall see. Hi, Jerrica. 
there are four kids all together. Thank you. Sorry, I, I had to go back. We were talking that was the Janelle um David thing. They ha- so they must have they have two together then. I wonder which Alexis we're gonna get. Below deck or Jesus Jugs. Oh my god, if you guys didn't watch that episode of Below Deck, Google Alexis Bolino Below Deck. It is cringe. It's so bad. It's although is it bad? I guess if we were she was always kind of like teetering on that personality, but she had that ugly that Jim Bellino guy being all like conservative and stuff. Maybe that was always how she was. But I'm excited to see her. I'm excited to meet her family now, now that they've had all the changes and gone through what they've gone through. I'm excited. Thrilled. Anyway, I'm so sorry to make this a fast one, guys, but I've got it. It's only five minutes from here. I got to take my dad to the appointment. Um, But I will do this next week and I will not have a conflict and I'll get a little bit more into some juicy stuff. But thank you guys for showing up. Essie, hi. Uh, All of you, thank you so much. I really appreciate you. I appreciate your support. And I'll see you next time. Love you, mean it. Bye. Thank you so much for watching and for listening to She Speaks Bravo with Emily Hanks. If you haven't already, would you mind leaving a five-star rating and review on whatever platform you listen? That would be amazing. And if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you are subscribed and hit that bell so you don't miss an episode. And if you're looking for more content, more exclusive bonus content, check out the Patreon. I post two exclusive episodes a month and I'm covering just the Bravo jams like classic Roni, Atlanta, and of course, Vanderpump Rules. If you just want to support the show, head to buymeacoffee.com slash shespeaksbravo and buy me a coffee or two or five. We also have merch available at shespeaksbravo.com. Make sure you're following me on the social medias. I am She Speaks Bravo across all platforms. Thank you so much for any support you give the show, even if it's just listening. Appreciate you. Love you. Mean it. I'll see you soon. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.